The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Check one, two. Good evening and welcome to the March 9th meeting of the City of Kalamazoo Zoning Board of Appeals, a volunteer advisory board appointed by the City Commission. Will staff please conduct a roll call? Thank you. And we have a small group for tonight. Uh, let's start with Turpening. Here. And Lager. Here. Brandon Homburg. Here. And Carol. Here. For each public hearing, public comments will be accepted during the times as indicated on tonight's meeting agenda. Community members that wish to provide public comments over the phone can call 888-382-9556 during the public comment period. They will enter a queue and will be prompted to offer their comments in turn. Callers will be commenting, commenting to the board live and will no longer be able to leave a recorded message. Are there any announcements or changes to the original agenda? We have no announcements or changes tonight. Okay. We'll move on to the acceptance of last month's minutes. Are there any changes to the minutes? Hearing none, is there a motion to approve the minutes? Make a motion to approve last month's minutes. A second? Second. second. 
vote to approve. All in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. Negative. Motion carries. I will, ex I will now explain our procedure for tonight's public hearing. For each request, the secretary will read the application into the public record. The applicant or representative will then have 10 minutes to provide their comments. Following that, the public is invited to step up to the podi podium, starting with those in favor of the application. Folks are asked to clearly state your name and address and present your comments within th a three-minute time limit. Following all comments from those who wish to speak in favor of the request, we will invite those who wish to speak in opposition or otherwise, otherwise comment to do the same. Next, any call-in comments will be aired for the board and audience. After this, we will close the public hearing on request. Once the public hearing is closed, the board will then conduct what is called the finding of fact, where the board states what they feel are the facts of the request. The board must approve the finding of fact. Therefore, the first vote you hear is not a ruling on the request, but on the finding of fact. Then the board discusses the request in order to determine a ruling. The board reserves the privilege to ask questions of persons who have already spoken even though the public comment portion is now closed. Once the discussion has ended, the board will move on to a roll call vote. A full board consists of six members with four votes required to grant a non-use variance or a use variance. Will the board secretary please read the first application into the record? Uh, an application for a variance from provisions of the zoning ordinance has been filed with the Zoning Board of Appeals by Valley Vision Construction and Development, LLC, for 1625 and 1629 Crom Street, located in the residential single dwelling district, RS5. The applicant is requesting a dimensional variance from Appendix A, Chapter 5, Section 5.1, of five feet from the required 25 feet Foot building setback off of Martin Street for these two lots. Please note that this request will not change the zoning classification of the properties. This is a request for variance only regarding the items described above. Sir, could you, Sir, could you please step to the podium and explain your request? And Madam Chair, before we begin, I just want to mention that staff reached out to the applicant and let the applicant know that we were going to have uh, only quorum present tonight uh, as far as, you know, proceeding forward. 
and the applicant was okay with that. So to clarify, you know, it has to be unanimous. Yes. Okay. Yes, there's only, yeah, when we only have quorum present, that means all four board members have to vote affirmatively to pass a variance. And so the applicant is to be advised in those situations where we only have four board members present. If you could please state your name slowly and your address, please. In Kalamazoo, Michigan. Let me repeat that. My name is Darnell Clay. I'm a resident in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and I live at 1214 West Patterson. Thank you, Mr. Clay. Thanks for having me. So for some time, um, I've been working on a development, um, purchased some property um, on Crom, what was originally eight lots. After some careful designing and consideration as far as neighborhood requests, as far as what they wanna see in a home, um, I have finalized uh, a, a development which will possibly consist of four homes I don't know, can you guys pull it up on the screen? Is there, is there a way I can pull a, the site plan on the screen for visual aid? Yes, I will, I will get that prepared while you're, while you're talking. I'll have to bring the laptop down and plug it in. Okay. And um, what I just think is just a wonderful project. Um, and so I'm granting, um, I'm, I'm asking for the variance um, for one because on each of the lots, there were homes originally. Um, so the lot, all of the other lots um, checked out and no, you know, no special variances are needed, but one in particular, which is a double frontage lot on Crum and Martin Street um, there is an anticipated um, con uh, water uh, main date where we need to uh, leave the south side of the lot open um, and it's shallow only at 66 feet deep. And so we are requesting, we change all of the addresses to Martin Street addresses and for the house to face Martin Street and the original existing home faced crumb. Um, but just because of the design aesthetics, um, just the flow of the neighborhood, how it would look, the safety, um, causing the interest to come in from Martin Street, uh, the, just all the benefits that that would create uh, to kind of privatize that neighborhood um, just you know, re requires for me to ask for this variance for it to be allowed. Um, I just think it, it would be a wonderful benefit to the community. Um, it's it's um, definitely adding value. Um, it, it's just so many benefits. I, I could go on and on and on to the aesthetics of it. The just you know just being able to have another family uh, on that lot right there, and um, so 
that's about the gist of it overall. So I am just requesting that that house is able to be able to be constructed, um, you know, just being a shallow lot. Um, Well, this setback would be um, roughly the setback on what would be the west. Sorry, I didn't bring my glasses. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, the oh, we're, we're, at, we're at 20 feet on from Martin. And then 10 on Crum. Yep. So the variance would be 20 facing the Martin Street side, which be the cul-de-sac, if you guys can see it. And, okay, sorry. And then it would be a 10-foot setback on the Crum Street side. Yes, so with this, with this site plan here, I have to keep the south part of that parcel open for anticipated city utility connection. Okay, and so, the, so we are pushed far up north with an allowable variance, a setback, but where we, it's shallow on the front and the back side. So what would be considered 25 would now be 20 and what would be 25 depending on the um, uh, being a, a rear on the rear would now be 10. So it's two, two setbacks that we're changing or you're requesting two, two setback changes, not one. What? If, yeah, uh, Madam Chair, may I just clarify the, the wording of the request? So uh, what what's not shown on this layout is all the other homes along Crom Street. So the ordinance allows for the averaged front setback to be utilized when 25% or more of the lots on the same side of the street are built upon between two intersecting streets. So looking at the existing homes on Crom, the average front setback is 10 feet. So the building proposed, the house proposed, excuse me, will, will meet the average setback from Crom Street, 
and is, you know, so that setback is, is conforming. On Martin Street, because there is no other residences at this point, it's, it's vacant lots, there's no averaging to apply. So because it's the RS-5 zone district, it's a, it's a 25 foot front yard setback, unless you can apply an average. So the 25 foot front yard setback applies from the end of the Martin Street cul-de-sac. So that's what we run into here. So it's so it's really yeah. So it's it's the the, the from the cul-de-sac to the front of the house. It's that distance of what, 20 feet that's shown on the plan where the required setback would be 25. Thank you, Mr. Clay. Did you have anything else that you would like to add? You've got more time. No, I don't. I'm just excited. Okay. <laughs> I'm just excited about the project. I'm just excited and, uh, you know, just happy to be talking about it. And, um, you know, this last little um, deal here is been a pretty important thing for me, you know, for, with all the pre-development going on. So, um, nope, I'm just excited and I just ask that you guys just allow uh, this home to be constructed here and uh, I'm just looking forward to knocking this project out the park and putting four more families in, into a nice, respectable community. So that's about um, all I really have to say. All right, thank you. Is there anyone who would like to speak for up to three minutes in favor of the project? Hearing none, is there anyone who would like to speak for up to three minutes in opposition? Two houses on Crown Street going to become backyards to Crown, or are they going to be facing forward to Crown? One house. Okay, that's where I have the concern because of the fact that our neighborhood uh, have been homeowners for over 50 years, and we don't want a house that's going to have the backyard towards us. Even though I understand you're trying to make a, a cul-de-sac, um, we also have a design neighborhood in that area that we've worked real hard on uh, keeping stable over many generations. And then that particular generation, my mother and father bought that house in 1972 or 71. So I've been there over 50 years. 
Um, I really don't like the offset. If that's what he's going to, to intend to do, it'd be like coming into your neighborhood, all of a sudden you have all these nice older homes and then right in the middle you have a house with the yard in the backyard. Um, that's the only negative side I can see with it. I, I really enjoy what he's trying to do in the community. Um, uh, but for me, for that offset, uh, for that purpose, uh, I'd have to be uh, against that. So if he could change that around where the house could face on Crumb Street and go along with the flow of the rest of the homes in the neighborhood and nothing against you, um, we had a home that was allowed to be a modular home <laughs> down on the other end of Crumb Street, which was in the rougher part of the neighborhood. City allowed that lot to be there, and it's a modular home that actually runs east and west on a uh, 44 by 130 lot. It looks ugly, you know, and we are trying to hold on to some of the history that we have, some of the look that we have in the neighborhood. Um, for that reason, I'd be against that at this time. Uh, if you could do some modifications to that, um, come back with a different plan where we do have a house on Crumb Street, I'd appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. Um, Mr. Clay, maybe I'm not understanding it right. Is the house, you've moved it so that the front entrance is facing Martin Street, but the side of the house is on Crom, right? The face, uh, it will be facing Martin. The rear will be facing Crom. But, you know, in the designing of it, so this was, you know, something that I also considered you know, for the residents and for anybody who would, you know, question, you know, the, the designing of it uh, was the landscaping and um, in a way that you wouldn't be able to tell. It would be, um, it would be aesthetically pleasing um, in the designing of it, but it, the benefits from the security of uh, the privatization from the cul-de-sac outweighed that one single house um, facing Crumb Street. Um, and so I just think that that, that really um, was a, a big piece in the conclusion of, of that, um, of the way we, you know, designed it. Um, but in trusting and believing the fact that once they did see it erected and how um, we, the landscaping will take place that it would be something that once they see it, they would say, oh, okay, that turned out much better than what I envisioned or much better than any um, cons that, that um, would be brought up or could be considered. So that was uh, something that we did not overlook. Are there neighbors directly to the north and directly to the south of the one that will have its uh, backyard facing crown? Um, that is the street. So there are neighbors to the north and south. Okay. Yeah, right. there are neighbors to the north and south. You, 
you would need the variance for the project, whether you orient, oriented the house one way or the other. Or the other. Thank you. From, from staff's point of view, you know, when this comes in for a building permit, we will look at, you know, what, you know, the windows and so forth on that Crom Street side. You know, it's not, it's, it, I don't, I'm sure it's not proposed to be a blank wall. You know, there will be windows back there and the only thing missing is going to be a, a, a driveway leading off of Crom because that will come off of Martin Street. What's the zoning along Crom for front or you know it's fences? R RS five. So there's so there wouldn't be like a you couldn't put up a privacy fence right along the sidewalk on Crom. No, it'd be limited to four feet in height and have to be a see-through type fence. Okay, got it. And and just as a side note, we do need to finish the public hearing <coughs> and check with Collins. Is there any further discussion regarding this request? Uh, first, first check to see if there are any um, callers, call-ins. So we've had phone contacts. We do have a call-in. Go ahead, caller. You have three minutes. Hello? Hello. Can you hear yes. me? Yes. Yes, please go ahead. You have three minutes to make your comments. Thank you. My name is Karen Howard. I'm the daughter of Lee Wilson Stewart, who also has lived on Crumb Street for over 50 years. I have not been given enough time to uh, research the request of us residents on Crumb. Um, I'm in the process. I have just buried my husband, so I did not back to uh, Mr. Eldridge in time to tell him that I need an extension on this request to get legal representatives to find out the effects that this cause would have on my land and my, our property. I live in Georgia and I have um, five other siblings. I know the young man who stood up and spoke about being, I remember he, when he was born. So I'm grateful that he's there to represent us on Crumb Street, which had, has and have a wonderful residence. I'm not sure about a house, as he stated, turned backwards. Um, of course, we work hard at keeping our blocks beautified, and I am so grateful for that. So, as my neighbor said, we can have more time to look at this, because I'm not sure of the variance. I had acquired for the property, which is attached to one of the lots he's speaking of, but I never got a response to purchase it. I would have liked to extend it, uh, put a uh, garage there, but again, I was never responded back to. So I am against this right now because I don't know all the ramifications 
and I thank you for giving me time to speak. Great. Thank you. <clears throat> thank you, caller. And that is the only call-in we have for this request. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Eldridge. <clears throat> is there any further discussion? I make a motion for the finding of fact. Uh, I move that the finding of facts for 1625 and 1629 Crom Street shall include all information included in the notice of public hearing dated February 22nd, 2023, and the agenda packet that staff provided. 47 notices of public hearing were sent uh, and zero responses were received. A public hearing was held before the board. Public comments were accepted, uh, uh, as were additional documents and uh, a telephone message. Uh, additional documents, I think, were may have been repeated from the package. They were shown via the screen in the room here. Uh, Darnell Clay spoke on behalf of the applicant, Valley Vision. Uh, the applicant owns eight lots on the corner or sort of at the Crom and Martin area, and it's his intent to build four houses. Uh, because of the placement of utilities, um, it was determined that uh, it would be most advantageous to have uh, the house at issue here uh, facing Martin Street uh, because there are no other houses on Martin at this time. The RS5 standard of a 25 foot setback applies, uh, but in order, because the lot is shallow, to um, place, the place the house properly, uh, there's a requirement, uh, applicant would like a five foot uh, variance on that 25 foot setback. So the setback would be 20 feet. Uh, no variance is required on, on any side of CROM because uh, of the averaging principle in the RS5 and the back of the house facing CROM would meet that. Uh, Brett Lawrence spoke uh, in opposition to the application He's a resident on Crom Street and has been for uh, uh, many years. Uh, he's concerned about the historic preservation uh, and the work that the neighbors have done to create sort of a uniformity of appearance on the street. Uh, he's not in favor of sort of a break in that uniformity of front-facing houses on Crom. Uh, and would be opposed to a, the rear of a house facing crown. Karen Howard called in by a telephone. Uh, uh, she 
uh, stated that due to some family circumstances, she hasn't had time uh, to properly analyze or look at this and would like more time. Uh, in lieu of having more time, she is opposed to this. Uh, and she indicated um, support of what Mr. Lawrence had said. Uh, and that's the motion. Thank you. Do I have a second? Second. Thank you. Motion carried. All in favor of the motion, please signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carried. Uh, would you like me to make a motion uh, for the variance itself? I make a motion for the granting of a dimensional variance uh, from Appendix A, Chapter 5, Section 5.1 to allow a five-foot variance from the 25-foot setback off of Mount Martin Street uh, for the two lots for the houses to be built. So I'll second. Motion carried. No, no, no. Discussion? So, Pete, when you talk about a further approval process for the aesthetic features on the back of the house, what does that entail? Well, well yeah, what I was uh, referencing was uh, a building permit needs to be submitted uh, with, with all the details of, of the, the home positioning and the, you know, how the, how the house is going to be constructed so we'll be able to talk with the developer about what the what the Crom Street side of the structure will look like. Um, but I, I do want to note that you know, as Mr. Carroll referenced, um, you know, the variance tonight um, is is for the, the front yard setback on Martin Street. It's not related to the, how, the, how the house is oriented. Obviously, the house is planned to be oriented towards Martin Street. Um, but the variance itself is is just about the you know specific to the footprint of where the home is going to be built on the lot. Right, right. But I, I definitely will you know will take the comments that have been made tonight uh, you know in, into regard and and talk with the developer. So ultimately, what? Okay, that makes sense. Ultimately, whether this is facing Crom or Martin, the same setback require variance would be needed on Martin. Okay. Yeah, and I see. Just to qualify that, I see our job as deciding whether the setback is granted. It's not design. It's not placement. It's not any of those things. We've been asked to do one thing, and the planning and staff. Sorry, it's the mask. Uh, the staff and the planning uh, department can take care of the rest. Got it. So I'm in favor of the application. Uh, I've called other residents on the block and 
currently with the vacancy of the properties or the apportionments that are vacant, uh, I guess there are some partying or um, people just parking, hanging out, and um, bringing more residency to the area while enhancing what may be either vacant or um, currently unused lots, I feel would be in favor of the neighborhood. And with our goal being to decide if the five foot variance is the uh, subject for um, for us to, to uh, waive, I think that is an easy yes for me, uh, laying aside all of the uh, layouts of the, uh, the house and other uh, apportionments of it. I too will be in favor of this. I think that there are special circumstances, uh, both the shallowness of these lots and the placement of the utilities that are not the result of the actions of the applicant. I think that uh, considering what Mr. Carroll and Mr. Eldridge said about, you know, regardless of the, where the frontage is, a uh, variance to build here would be required the same way anyway. Uh, I don't see that that would cause any undue hardship or uh, sort of negative impact on neighbors just by granting of the variance. So I'll be in favor too. Any other discussion? Okay. Mr. Eldridge, could you take a roll call vote? We'll start with Carol. Yes. Turpening? Yes. Logger? Yes. Brandon Humber? Yes. Motion carries. Mr. Eldridge, is there anything else that we need to cover? There's no more business tonight. I just want to take a brief moment to thank our two board members that are leaving us, uh, Matt Logger and Jeff Carroll, uh, for their years of service. Both of them have acted in the chair and vice chair capacity over the years, and we have greatly appreciated their service, uh, but this this is their last meeting, unfortunately. So thank you both. And that, that's the only announcement I wanted to make. And what? Did you want to say something? Okay. All right, please, please approach the podium. and the concerns, I, I really plan on making everybody proud. I really do. With all the concerns, the aesthetics, I really love landscaping, designing, and building. Um, it's something that gives me great joy. And I'm also born and raised right here in Kalamazoo on the north side, and it is my home also. 
I, I, I love my home and everything that I touch and everything that I plan to do here um, is to make better. And I think that everybody be, will be really happy with the added values that it brings to their home, the aesthetics and just the overall care that I put into this project. And I did want to say that from the bottom of my heart and I plan on making good on that promise. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The meeting is adjourned. You've got to get under your belt. You have no to get gavel. under oh, there. No gavel. Thanks, Pat.